Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about WhatsApp, sausages, and we have part two of Chris being interviewed on Phoenix FM. Welcome to The Kindness Project. I'm joined by a man that's been heavy on the booze and never drinks. Uh, thank you for that weird recommendation, Rose. I haven't been there heavy on the booze. I've just been out quite a lot. Um, okay, enough, I, I beg to differ. I've still got messages on my phone from nearly midnight on Friday, I think it was. Right. right. You were random, randomly right. sent now, messages. Now, now, Let's be clear about what those voice messages said, Rush, for our audience, just so that we've got a bit of clarity around it. They were, um, Charla, I've found the genius. I, I, I never used WhatsApp voice notes before in a big way. I'm hoping you what I've realised <laughs> is the like point them. of a what? Uh, I don't like them. I don't like sending them or receiving them. You don't like voice notes. Why, no, what's the with voice notes? How do I? I, like a lot of the stuff I do in my life, I do with music on the background. So I have to pause the music, turn, listen to the voice note, turn the music back on. I don't like right. sending voice notes because I don't like. So you don't like voice notes because it interrupts your live soundtrack. Is that what you're telling <laughs> me? <laughs> also, I don't like sending voice notes because I don't like listening to them back. To make sure I haven't right. made any mistakes. So I don't like the sound of my own voice. That's why I don't listen to the podcast. Right. Okay, fair enough. I get that. And I don't think anybody particularly likes the sound of their own voice, but um voice notes are genius for one reason. And I, I'm similar to you in terms of I'd rather tie up a note than um than record it. Oh, would I? Weird for two podcast hosts, really. But um there is a genius um way of using a voice note it's to send random terms of endearment to your brother and lyrics for 1990s garage tunes um would you like to play a couple of the voice notes on the podcast right i won't won't play any of the voice notes but they was very nice speaking of a sibling communication using voice notes your other child likes to send me voice notes of screaming oh wow right okay Fair enough. Um, and but yeah, I all I was doing, Charlotte, was using the the medium of voice notes to tell my brother I love him. So I was just literally <laughs> just sending it, but I was saying it like this. I was saying it like this. I love you. Now that's it very, and, it that's fine to share a term of endearment with your brother in the form of a I love you. I and love then. You. I got 21 seconds to go. I got 21 seconds to go. No, that um, was but a, he did that come. One, a little bit of luck. A li- oh, yeah. Um, time in the time in the. So, I, as you know, Charlotte, and our listeners probably don't, um, your mum and I went to a DJ Spoonie, uh, did a garage classics night where he combined 90s UK garage music with a live band and it was absolutely fantastic you know i only knew about that because i saw it on mum's facebook <laughs> oh yeah i thought we told you about that no. yeah 
so so went to that went to i've got to talk about talk about this other amazing gig i went to this week so that was friday night right you're right thursday night you just out a lot sorry Nothing. I didn't say nothing. What, what? Sorry, am I not allowed to go out now? <laughs> have I got to get... Now I'm in my what? 40s. Have I got to like, sit in with a pipe and slippers all the time? Is that what you're telling me? November, December is usually your busy season, so it's a bit early in the year for you. If you are, I am kicking the <laughs> the, the thing is now, I've, I've, today has been a, a rest and recuperation day. So this gig on Thursday night. So I had live music Friday night and I had live music Thursday night. Uh, a bunch of financial services types um, uh, got together and um, uh, wanted to raise some money for Ukraine. Um, so they did, they put in this gig called Rock for Ukraine. Um, they got a band from... Uh, musicians who all work in financial services but love playing instruments and are pretty good at it um and invited a bunch of people along to raise some money and oh yeah they had two amazing young ukrainian girls singing at the event as well and the entire event um raised forty-five thousand pounds i think um uh to support refugees going into moldova um and um needing help because they're Ukrainian refugees. I'm hoping, and I'm going to reach out to the guy uh, speak to me about this rights, because I'd like to get the guy who runs the charity that supports these refugees onto the podcast, um, uh, on to explain a, a bit more about the amazing work they do. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, it was a good night. Lots of laughs, loads of bad dancing, Charlotte. Loads of bad dancing. I would expect nothing less from your sort. I know, I know. Um, I, I don't know if it was... I mean, there was, at one point, um, some one one guy started a mosh pit. But if you've ever seen a one-man mosh pit, it just doesn't work as well. Um, but loads of... Uh, yeah, loads of um, money raised for an amazing cause. Uh, and everybody had quite a good night. So that was good. And then Friday we had DJ Spoonie, and then I was out with friends last night. So uh, I will be resting for about a month to recover from my three, four night uh, stint of nights out. Charlotte, what have you been I love, I love that you're having nights out and you're still going to bed earlier than me. <laughs> what do you mean? You're like talking about like sending Russ messages at 12 as if that's late and it's like that's relatively early in the evening it was early, early. it was earlier than now i think 10 o'clock <laughs> yeah. oh, what time did you crash um i don't know we came back had some to eat had a chat and went to bed after that so so yeah well what time are you going to bed at the minute charlotte <laughs> uh anyway, considering please... that even though you're 19 i've still got a duty as a dad to to like make sure that you're getting enough sleep anywhere between one and five mm. one oh, and five yeah. you, you are living the student yeah. life aren't you <laughs> yeah wow. well okay so i uh had a dnd session yesterday so i went to sleep at half four this morning a dnd session yesterday um, and I made myself a coffee to power through it because I was feeling a bit droopy. Uh, and then I didn't realise my mistake until it was... A four. bit droopy? I'd be <laughs> drooping off at 4.30 in the morning. Um, 
no, no, I, I had the coffee at half seven. Um, right. To sort of poke myself up a bit. To... What time did these D and D sessions start? Half seven. Half seven, right? Okay. Half seven, but I realised the mistake of drinking caffeine at half seven in the night. And then you were up in the morning when I finally felt it all drain out of no, me. I, no, I need my I need my sleep too much now to do that. Ross, what's the latest night you've ever had? Latest night I've ever had. Mm. I, I, I went to bed at five this morning. Yeah. <laughs> me what? what is going on with you two? I've got me what to tell you. I've had two hours sleep. I've got two hours sleep and then I was back up. You're joking. Have you been sleeping I'm, today? I'm, no, not at all. I haven't had a sleep today. <laughs> I'm lucky if I get four hours a night. Yeah. Are you joking? Oh, cry! I, I need to sleep. I I need to get six, seven hours, and then I might break in a nap as well. Right. So uh, I don't know what you two are up to. I'm lucky, I'm lucky if I get. Yeah. Even if even if I go to sleep at a normal time, like right. I, I went to sleep at eight the other day, and I woke up at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, late, late, lady and Jen. Uh, make sure that um, uh, just make sure you expect a few voice notes from me over the course in the next couple of weeks. Just go in, get to bed, you two. <laughs> um, uh, just make turn your laptops off and get to sleep. That's what I'm going to be doing. In the week, I'm in bed early. I'll go to bed half nine ten. No. In the week. Is that the same as you, Charlotte? You know, when you're working. Well, Monday, Mondays is quiz night, so I don't get in till half eleven. Um, and then you go straight to sleep. Well, I try. Unlikely to work, but. Okay. How yeah. about Tuesdays? Tuesday night. No. Maybe I usually crash around like twelve. Tuesdays. Twelve Wednesdays. Wednesdays, what's your typical sleep time on Wednesdays? I can't believe we're forensically going through your week to see what time you go to bed. Wednesdays and sort of the weekends are sort of like wibbly wobbly, like wibbly wobbly Wednesdays and the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Wednesdays are for though, aren't they? Wibbly wobbly. Do you know what well, I, mean? I don't I don't have any um lectures or tutorials, so I usually use the time to like do yeah. all my prep work for the week that right. doesn't need to be done for Tuesday uh, and then after that I just, after that's done I just do some personal stuff until I'm tired and then it's 1am um, and then I'll turn in That's right, it's easy to lose track of time Yeah, yeah. I'll be sitting there like writing poetry until like car fun in the morning Yeah, you are so rock and roll You are so, <laughs> I can't get I can't get any sleep because what are you doing? Writing poetry. As I, go you into, I go into a bit of a flow state, honestly. Well, you know what? You know what? Flow state, getting into that flow state is um, is really good. And I'm trying, I'm struggling at the minute because I'm I'm doing loads of research for book number three, which I'm trying to write at the minute. But I'm not finding um, I'm not finding myself in that state where I'm doing a lot of writing. And yeah. I need to carve some time out of my week to just get writing done it's been a bit um 
is it? Uh, sorry, can I just use the? Can can we can we make this phrase of the podcast, please? Uh, the last couple of months, because I've been so busy, I've been a little bit wibbly wobbly. <laughs> wibbly What's wobbly. been wibbly wobbly in your life, Raz? Absolutely nothing. Oh, I'm enjoying life at the moment. Okay, I've fair been, enough. I've been since start of the year, to be honest. Good. But what what is wibbly wobbly in your life in general? Question of the podcast, by the way, ladies and gents. Uh, let me ask you, what in your life is in a wibbly wobbly world of its own? Russ? Absolutely nothing is wibbly wobbly at the moment. Fair enough. I've got another Charlotte? wibbly wobbly thing. I've made two <laughs> batches of cookies this weekend. The first one I burnt tremendously. Um, and today's batch, I just mildly un underbaked. Yeah. So you are going wibbly wobbly on the cookie baking, aren't you? Because you you're overgetting too you much. Do you want to see my cookies? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are they from Iceland? No, I made them. I made them myself. Show me them. This is rubbish on a podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Just you showing the cookies to the cookies, Oh, are you going to make? I, I, I'm. You know what? I'm really looking forward to Charlie. I'm looking forward to coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And are you? Are we going to do? Be doing some cookie? Are you going to bake some cookies for me coming up? Well, the only reason I bake cookies is because my butter was starting to go out of date. <laughs> Right, okay, fair enough. Right, what else do we need to share with our esteemed audience? That's as good a reason to make cookies as any. Honestly, I've whenever I have stuff that's about to go out of date, I use it, so I don't, I'm not wasting it. So there's a lot of stuff that I just... Okay, well, that's another, that's another question for you, Russ. What was the last thing you made? Because if you didn't, the ingredients to make that thing would have been out of date. No. That's everything I've eaten today. Nah. If it's even <laughs> coming close today, I'm I'm a bit sketchy about using it. Are you, are you a bin? Are you in, like if it's even close to the date you put in the bin? No, I'm, I won't eat leftovers either. I won't eat. Oh my god! Been, what? No, I won't eat stuff that have been put the night before. What about leftover? No. What happens if you've got loads of food spare? No, I'm, I'm, even the dog has it, or, or a goat. Oh, you feed it to the dog? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a lot. So, of, a lot of the stuff I I make is like, especially this weekend, is, oh no, it's starting to go out of date. Let me um, let me use it before, before it has to go in the bin. Yeah, you're worrying me. Like, you're worrying me now, yeah. Charlotte, because this student life means that you're. You've got wibbly wobbly sleep pans, and you've just told me with mum sitting <laughs> listening that basically you're consistently using out of date food. No, no, Has no. this adult living going for you? I bought sweet potatoes three weeks ago right. to make sweet potato fries, and I used four of the six sweet potatoes in the bag right. to make sweet potato fries. Right. Um, and there's just two sitting there, and I had to use them today because otherwise they would have gone out of date. How we feeling about that, Raz? What would you do? Yeah. Uh, would they, those two sweet potatoes going to be in or would they be used? Penny always says that's all right, but 
They're kind yeah, of like they're not out of date yet. They're like they've they're got a couple of, of days left in them. But I just wanted to use them before it came. Um, there's test runs and threshold then, right? So this game, Charlotte, is going to be called eating it, <laughs> binning it, or feeding it to the dog, right? <laughs> That's what we're going to call this game. And we've got to pick stuff, and then Russ has just got to tell us whether it whether he'd eat it, bin it, or feed it to the dog. Um, last night's Chinese. I, I'd feed it to the dog. Um, you had a steak. You had a steak, and then you could only eat half of it. Um, what would you do? Uh, never only eat half a steak. So, but if if theoretically you could only handle half steak on that particular day, and you had half a steak left, would you eat it, bin it, or feed it to the dog? Yeah, straight after I had the other half. No, right, you don't want the other half of the steak. There's the point. I know I know we are talking entirely theoretically, Russ, because you would eat that the entire steak on the night you cooked it. Really? But just imagine, right? Oh, I'd you feed didn't. it to the dog. I wouldn't have it a day later. Feed it to the dog. Um, uh, there's a little bit of mould on your bread. Um, huh? Definitely not. Okay. Mold on the bread. I won't go near it. So, would you eat it? Bin I'll it. Get, feed, I'll get it up. The bread's been out there more than two days. Then, as far as I'm concerned, it's not worth eating. Okay. So, would you eat it? Bin it. Feed it to the. Oh no, I've been it. Be honest. I've been it. Bin it. After you fed it to the dog. <laughs> Right, go on, Charlotte. You pick one. Funnily enough, the dog don't eat much bread. Yeah. No, he's too busy on steak and Chinese. You can't. You can't give dogs bread. Don't like bread. Dad, it's, what, it's, what would happen if we gave Dexter bread? What about every other food that he's being fed with? What would happen if we go gave Dexter bread? Um. Okay. What's the What's the thing that I do that Russ might not like? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um, okay. Um, what did I do for dinner today? Oh, black black banana. How about a black banana? I don't, I don't buy bananas. I don't need banana. They go off too fast. Right. If you if you bought a banana by accident, would you eat it, bin it, know. or feed it to the dog? I don't see how realistically you buy a banana by accident. <laughs> All right, no, no, fair enough. No, somebody know. gives you a banana. You're somebody like somebody given to a banana and buy it by accident. Yeah, no, uh, well, fair enough. I I'll turn it. up at well, your house. I'll give you a, there's a bow bow on it. I've I've really decorated it so it's a real yeah. present. There's a pink bow on it. I go, Russ, I've bought you a present, mate. Here's a banana. You're too polite to go, I don't eat bananas. You yeah. accept the gift. What do you do with that banana? I'll go in the bin. <laughs> Especially if it's black. <laughs> about if it's yellow? Then I'd probably give it to Kelly. <laughs> you'd, give it to, you'd give it to your partner? Yeah. Now, that's not something I had in the original game. Oh. Kelly like bananas. Yeah. Right, okay, fair enough. Does your dog like bananas, or is he too full on Chinese uh, and, uh, and I stuff? Don't, I don't think... <laughs> Well, you've been Go on, Charlotte. You, you, I can tell you've thought one now. Go on. 
No, no, it's not answer the banana question. Go on then. You walked up to my flat with a banana. Um, Who would you think would Up to. Well, I've always got I've always got yogurt in the fridge, honey in the cupboards. Oh yeah. And I've always got cinnamon and mixed spice as well. Oh, those yes. are essentials. Um, maybe I. What are you doing with that banana? Maybe I'll tell you to pop to the shop and get me a pint of milk and then we'll have smoothies. Sorry, I turn up to your flat with the gift of a banana and suddenly you're sending me shopping. I don't uh, keep I milk. I don't keep milk. Right, so what, 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 we do, what, we do, what are we doing with that milk? We're putting it in the smoothie we'll make, or milkshake. We'll make milkshakes. Milkshakes, fair and enough. And I've got some fair oats enough. at the back of the cupboard as well. They'll never get any use. But... That goes well with ice cream and strawberries. I don't ever have ice cream or strawberries. Oh, and it goes well with ice cream and strawberries. Strawberries no, it, it, it only took one podcast to rise to start start to talk about his ninja products again. Oh, I mean, no, can, we, can you get in touch with Ninja and try and get this sponsorship deal with someone with Russ? I brought myself another ninja product the other day. Oh, go on. <laughs> what did you get? Go on. Is it a waste disposal unit because your dog's oh. sick of eating your food? Oh, no. I gave Cassie my air fryer because uh, with the intention to upgrade to the bigger one. Right. And then they was out of stock anyway. Then. <gasps> They've just come back in stock, so I managed to get one now. All right. Happy air fryer. And I'm uh, 9.5 litre. How many how many, how many people in your house, Russ? Just yeah, remind that listeners. Don't forget I'm feeding the dog as well. We've got <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you do extra for the dog? Your no. dog must be the the best fed dog so, on the planet. I always save him little bits uh, while I'm eating. So Yeah. So what's his favourite that you what what bit what bit, bit does he always want to eat when you're I love a bit of sausage. So you love a bit of sausage as well, then I'd imagine. Oh well, I... don't say it, Russ. Say it, Russ. He's a child. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so why is so? If the dog loves a bit of sausage, um, does that mean you're giving him the sausage? I'd wait you on the end with your banana and call you a <laughs> sausage. <laughs> or do you buy him a sausage from the shop? No, no, no. We don't buy him human food. Oh, right, okay. It's not like we shop for free. So that, how comes he's eating sausage? Well, we had some that had been in the fridge a couple of days. Yeah. Right, and because and, and it's been in the fridge for a couple of days, you won't eat it. Yeah. How many times does the shopping get done a week for your ass? Yeah, good question. Oh, I only shop once a week. I bought buy meat though. I bought buy sausage. I bought buy. Oh, it goes in the freezer, and if it's been in the yeah. fridge too long, then it's an issue. Yeah. Fair enough. I was like, "How are you? How are you yeah. like eating sausage?" I, I don't <laughs> go out. I don't go out shopping daily for sausage. <laughs> oh. You got you never got a daily sausage habit or anything like that. Not too much about my sausage, mate. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe the dog eats your sausage, Russ, and you've you've not 
<laughs> anyway, Russ, on that note, so I've been... that reminds me of the American Pie movie, you know. <laughs> Let's not even go there. Let's not even go there. Right. Um, <laughs> on that note, shall we move on? Uh, we have got um, uh, two of Charlotte's projects to talk about. Um, yes. We've got charlottedames.com. And I had a really interesting insight into socks this week, Charlotte. Do you want to share what you learned about socks? In a new segment, hey, we're calling What Charlotte Taught Us This Week. Go. <laughs> they put their little feet in the little leaves. No, no, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, normally, Charlotte does a trailer. But as it's Charlotte's segment, Russ, you're on the trailer. This, oh, no. this is... This is called What Charlotte Taught Us This Week. Go. What Charlotte Taught Us This Week. <laughs> Great. I really appreciated that, Russ. Um, right, okay. Um, the cavemen put their feet into little leaves and wore them as socks. I don't believe And that's where that. socks come from. Well. Originally. That's, from That's the where the concepts of socks came from. Yeah, they, they, you know, they had vegetation as little feet covers, and then they, as at the time went on, it was leather, and they used to just tie it around their ankles, and then the Egyptians started sewing them and knitting them to That's fit the feet. So was it the Egyptians that originally, originally yeah. had the concept of the modern sock? And they were the first ones to knit socks shaped for the human feet. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Did they wear them with sandals? Because that's a bit of a fashion faux pas in there, isn't it? In fact, a lot of, there was a lot of socks were specifically designed to be worn with sandals, so they'd oh. have a split uh, where the part from the sandal was supposed to go. You're joking. What? Yeah. So that uh, for the for the big toes up thing. Yeah, the yeah the split, especially the ones made of leather. Have you are you a are you a sandal wearer, Russ? Uh, Are you a sock wearer? I wear no shoes in the house, and then if I'm outside the house, I wear my sketches. Right, okay, fair enough. You've got really serious there all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't wear shoes uh, inside the house. I, uh, I, um, is, is the story <laughs> with that? Food, two-day roll, bin, bin or dog. <laughs> and the dog's in the background, I don't think me anymore! Um, Shoes, don't wear them in the house. You're really pushing it today. You if know. I'm out, <laughs> if I'm out, sketches only. Um, no, you no, really no, have a big rule. It's not like he's making no sense because I have shoes specifically that I wear. Thank you. Just in the building. I mean, I mean the fact, the fact, it tells me a lot about your two lives that you haven't got like a pair of work shoes. Because everybody, like, I've got a pair of, I've got a pair of work shoes. I've got a pair of working out shoes. And, work shoes. Like, smart shoes. Where, like, where, what, what's your smart yeah. shoe? Like leather shoes. Well, I mean, I, I've got a pair of black leather shoes that I'd wear no, with wait. a suit or... No, wait, ah. I've got smart shoes. I okay. just You're so serious about shoes, Charlotte. Look at the face. I've got my dog. Why, why are you so serious about shoes? They, I, I was watching Jennifer Moss last night and see Wiki Feet on there. 
Oh no, Russ. Don't be on Wikipedia. Don't. Sorry, what is that? No. Apparently, I don't even know what that is. It's where they upload images of famous people's feet and then rate them. No. No. Feet, feet are not not a good part of the human body, are they? Let's be honest. I, I was They're just su- not. I was quite surprised it even existed. Oh, it's yeah, been around for a no. while, Russ. It's not a new thing. No. So, so have you got a work shoot, Charlotte? Not a docs. Have you got like a smart shoe? What the docs? Oh yeah. I don't... See, I, I think docs can be smart. Yeah. I think yeah. docs can be a very I mean, smart they're shoe. Polished. They're a bit rebellious, smart, though, aren't they? Because it's like docs say I'm smart, but. You know, I've, there's a bit of like edge about me. I think that's where. I've got my. That's where. I've got me trainers. I've got me vans. I've got me docks. Me trainers I yeah. wear in the building because they're easy to slip on, and I put them on if we have a fire alarm. Okay. Um, my vans I wear just casually. Uh, they're sort of high uh, tops, so they've got the ankle support um, that my trainers don't so that's good for everyday wear and then my vans I wear if I'm going somewhere nice yeah, yeah although enough. they're a real pain because I haven't broken them in yet and they keep giving me blisters oh yeah you've got to go through that like bit where you've got a, I've, got, I've got a I've got a new pair of classic Adidas I am not as you both know I'm not a big like I don't replace my clothes particularly often and when I do it's like functional more than anything else uh, but I did buy myself a pair, a nice pair of blue Adidas as my casual shoe the other day. I mean, I mean, um, what, I, what I've got from this uh, little engagement, though, is um, Russ takes his shoes very seriously, but he's quite frivolous with his sausage. I On that note... That... I, don't, I don't think he takes his shoes really seriously. I think he's just done with all shenanigans. Well, um, I, I, did, I, did, I, had to, I had to, I had to, I had to tame it down there for a second because I think it's a bit more than shenanigans at this point. Right, are we are we going over the top then? Should we move on to? Can you That's it. We're in the next segment now. You want to read the first story? No, you can do both today. <laughs> this is my punishment. <laughs> A woman praises a stranger for random acts of kindness at Lidl. A Wrexham woman was left shocked at a stranger's random act of kindness towards her at the supermarket. Barbara Davies was at the checkout of the Lidl store on Salop Road when it occurred. The 67-year-old explained, I was a bit flustered as I think I kept getting the the pin wrong. It then said my card had been blocked for security reasons. The items cost over £58 and I only had... 45 in cash on me. When I was about to return some items, a man about two customers back in the queue totally shocked me when he wanted said he wanted to pay for my shopping. The kind stranger paid for Barbara's shopping and refused to take the $45. So used to reading the American stories, I just immediately... Uh, £45 in cash that she had offered him. She said, it didn't seem to be a big thing to him, but I was left speechless by it buy it all to have something so kind done for you really leaves you feeling quite emotional he is such a nice and kind young man after barbara posted right. the kind gesture on a rex rexham rexham social media site she was informed who the kind stranger was he wishes to remain anonymous uh, barbara said it right. really made me smile and added she would pay the money back to a food bank and help someone else 
I absolutely love that. I love, I absolutely love that. And it's those small acts of daily kindness that we we just don't like that happen, I'd imagine, happen quite a lot uh, across the world. So let me share my acts of um, uh, when somebody was, I mean, certainly, certainly the people who came to the Recent Kindness Project book launch uh, were super generous and super kind um we had a really good evening didn't we russ we did it was very nice yeah no look you've got you've got your um you've got your glasgow life and uh and and certainly we appreciate you recording this little video that we played on the night so that that was all good um uh, however uh my act of uh kindness this week was, um, as I said, I went to the Give to Ukraine uh, on uh, Thursday night, and it was near St Paul's Cathedral in London. So went sort of into town on Thursday to go to the event, um, and uh, we got to St Paul's Cathedral, and we just sort of, Dan and I, who, who went with me, um, would, we were just getting Google Maps up to take a look at where we needed to go next, um, and uh, this guy walked up to us and said, uh, are you guys lost? Do you know where you're going? And I said, look, we're absolutely fine. We just need to get the Google Maps up and, and sort of go from there. Um, and he said something really nice to me, which was, um, I, you know what? No worries. Glad you know where you're going. Uh, I, um, I just wanted to make sure that if you were lost... I helped if I can, because a little bit of kindness goes a long way. So that sort of thing. And I gave him a little, you know, I've got a tendency of giving people a little bit of a shoulder hug, you know, like hand round the shoulder, bit of a squeeze, and a bit of a shoulder hug, and they appreciate the hug. So that was my uh, small act of kindness um, uh, uh, that I received this week. Uh, my wife, uh, Cassie, uh, your mum, uh, Charlotte, and your what? What, 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 would, what would we? Uh, what's Cassie to you? Sister-in-law, sister-in-law would you say? Yeah. Sister-in-law. Yeah. Your sister-in-law um, had a um, had an act of kindness uh, for her uh, this week because um, uh, yesterday. Sophie and uh, Cassie were out at an outdoor cinema um, uh, with friends, dropped the friends off their house and accidentally let Cassie left her bag um, or the bag fell out of the car. So Cassie got home and um, the bag wasn't there. She started panicking, phoned the venue of the outdoor cinema, it wasn't there. And what had happened, as I said, it had fallen out around our friends who, who so was lying in the street outside the friend's house. And whilst uh, Cassie was panicking, Charlotte, uh, whilst mum was panicking, this lady walked up the road with Cassie's uh, mum's bag and said, I found it. Uh, I'm really sorry. I had to go through the bag to find out who you are. Um, but here's your bag back. I love it. So again, and how often do you lose your handbag, Russ? Oh no, you see it all the time on Facebook. People, people showing pictures of people's cards, and 
Yeah. Yeah. Try. I mean, and this is the thing that you haven't got to look. I mean, that is just in our lives two real nice acts of kindness. Yeah. So, what what's been your most recent act of kindness that that's been sort of that's been on you, Charlotte? I don't think I had one. How about you, Russ? Well, the I've done or either. Well. Somebody asked Kelly to borrow him some money earlier, and I, I agreed to that, so that's probably kind. Somebody worked yeah. hard enough, and I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want them sort of having trouble with the gas and electric and paying their bills. And they, they were a lot worse off than us, so. Yeah, and uh, that, and that, I mean, again, I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday. You know, if you're lucky enough to be in a position where things are all right at the minute, yeah. Uh, and you know that for many um, uh, things aren't, and it doesn't put you in a situation where it sort of puts you in a work state. Just being kind enough to help people out sometimes is yeah. is, is 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 pretty good. Um, on that note, let's move on to this week's interview. And this week's interview is the second part of me, isn't it? Because I was on Phoenix FM recently uh, talking about the Kindness Project book available uh, on Amazon. And uh, that's listen to that. A little bit of kindness. Still in the studio with us is Chris Deeds. What a link. That was amazing. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> I'm here a week. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> We've been chatting all about podcasts, and you, you are uh, king of the Kindness Project podcast, which sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, we can find it wherever we do our Spotify uh, or podcasting. Yeah. Um, we're just chatting off here about what it's like getting into podcasting. Um, what for you? What was that like as an experience? Did did you um, always done that kind of thing? Or no, it was it, it, it was sort of brand new, and it was um, it was one of those things that I I had no experience of broadcasting, no experience of um, of, of sort of interviewing people in a sort of formal way, um, and just sort of felt my way through. And I think we were talking off air. Uh, about sort of the mistakes you made, I definitely spoke too much in my early interviews and didn't give people the opportunity to answer the the question. But you learn yeah. and you you develop and you sort of you, you sort of carry on. Um, and and hopefully I'm a little bit better now <laughs> than I was five years ago. But it's a way to learn, isn't it? You know, as you said, you yeah. listen back and think, what what else could I potentially get better at? To 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 do it but yeah it's um i mean one one thing one thing that's really worked well for us in our podcast is every week we do a really silly question of the podcast and it might be uh what's your favorite chocolate bar or what what's your favorite kids tv show and just having that engagement with our, with our audience has been really good fun um and and you know people do want to get involved don't they you must yeah. know it from the show yeah they come and they want to be on there or they're inspired by whatever to they get in touch what it, i mean have you made connections and friends with people you otherwise never would have um met through this 100 percent. yeah so for for me 
what we always like to do is if somebody's um, a particularly good guest, we'll say to them, who's the kindest person you know? And effectively, you never run out of people to, to yeah. interview because, and it's really diverse, as I say. It's, um, you know, one of the, you know, we, we interviewed a, a lady who's head of kindness, head of culture and kindness, uh, Interbrand, one of the biggest brand agencies in the world, <laughs> posh offices in London, stuff like that. All the all the way through to somebody who volunteers at a, a local old people's home, you know, it's just but getting that diversity, um, and I think you said in the in the break, Stuart, you know, you, you you're always surprised about the people give you real insight. You know, it's not normally the ones you expect, right? Yeah, absolutely. Always always chat to anyone, yeah. and you'll be surprised what you yeah. what you learn, what you find. Everybody's got a story. Oh, they have. Oh, they have. Yeah. What's the best one you've heard? The best one I've heard. Yeah. Oh, on your podcast. Yeah. On, on just just <laughs> when you when you're interviewing people. What oh, my stories and stuff. But oh well, I tell you, what, I think the best person, um, the best interview I've done. I mean, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Kingle was on the uh, was on Bob's show. So I'm not sure I can quite beat that. But uh, we had um, Greta Brandler. It was a 104-year-old lady. Amazing. Um, and we interviewed her on her birthday. And it was just... The, I think we, chat, we were supposed to chat for about 10 minutes. And it pretty much went on for about an hour and a half. <laughs> um, but she had so much wisdom and life yeah. advice packed into but, uh, it. At 104. You I know, know. That's like sort of the, the, the insight you can get from that. Just living that long. It was incredible. She was talking about little things like they yeah. didn't have a toilet in the house and they went to school on a donkey. <laughs> and to her, that's totally normal. <laughs> I was like, "What? Yeah. Sorry." Yeah. Dad used to put her on a donkey, pat's bum, and it'd walk her to school. I was like, Amazing. "That's incredible." Amazing. Um, so yeah, that was uh, as you say. It's the people you don't think you're going to uh, talk to for that long, or you think there's no tour to promote, there's no album, but just the best. Yeah. The best yeah, chat yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. So, what's one of the things you've learned? Um, if you could give a tip to someone starting a podcast. Oh, starting a podcast. Um, uh, what what's the one tip I'd give? Consistency is the tip I'd give. Um, I I uh, I if you're going to commit to doing a podcast, make sure that you're doing it sort of you you commit to it over the longer term. Because when we first started, I think I looked at the first couple of weeks' numbers, and we were getting sort of fifteen to twenty people listen like every week yeah. and my assumption was that I could probably go out in the street and shout at that many people <laughs> and we'd get, we'd get a bigger audience but now we get tens of thousands of people every month who listen to the podcast and it's really really grown a, a community effectively of, of people who are interested in stories of optimism and kindness yeah I just keep at it yeah yeah. people just, love it they all get into it yeah exactly and, 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 and I think my concern with it was that element of you know particularly in the first few weeks does anybody want to hear this and there is an audience for stories of of, of people doing amazing stuff in the world and you'll find your audience regardless of what you want to talk about yeah i mean I, i'm 100 behind it sounds lovely because it's so hard to try and find the good news to talk about yeah, yeah. if you're finding it brilliant i'm there <laughs> so you mentioned the book. Um, I hear there's a book launch there soon. Is. I mean, I mean, it, it's a bit, 
it, it, it's a bit strange having a book launch way, way after we launched the book because <laughs> we should have done it at the start. But because we wanted to uh, get the book out so that people could buy it for Christmas, um, we wanted to get it out sort of soon, uh, as soon as we uh, as soon as we could. However, the challenge we had was we had so much going on with you know family and work and life, we just didn't have time to arrange a book launch. Book launch is going to be in Hornchurch. Uh, in um, in February, uh, and if you go on to www.kindnessproject.co.uk, we'll put a little tab that says book launch. So if you'd like to come, um, you can get your ticket there. Fabulous. Um, uh, all proceeds from the book launch also go to some Francis, so we're raising money for them as part of the book launch as well. Excellent, and you'll be there to autograph the book. And I will be. I mean, yeah. if people want it devalued, I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine with that. Um, but yeah, absolutely, we'll be there to sign the book. Amazing. So, is your daughter going to be there too? What's her thoughts on doing well, the book and in, everything? Interestingly, my daughter now um, is up in university in Glasgow. Oh, so wow. so she's studying journalism, and I don't know whether hosting a podcast with her dad for five years has <laughs> nudged her down the uh, down that road. Um, and uh, yeah, she's got courses on the week of the book launch, so she won't be down to join me uh, oh. to do it. But one one of the absolute pleasures of, of of writing the book was getting her to do the forward. So so getting her involved in the project and talking about that, um, talking about how we started it and how it grew, um, where it was amazing. And for me, I I, I just like the idea of just having something with Charlotte, who's, who's, who's my oldest daughter, Sophie's my youngest, that we can listen back to in 10 years' time and go, we did that. You know, be, yeah. having a legacy project you're proud of um, uh, is one of the, the benefits that I never would have dreamed of at the start of the, uh, start of the project. It's so nice when it's snowballed like that and just yeah. to think of how, what, how it started and what you've achieved with it so far. We're coming up to New Year and Christmas and stuff. Um, everyone always has their, uh, their, their, what's the word? Uh, New Year's resolutions and things like that. What are your your plans or hopes for the the next year? Great question. Um, I don't do New Year's resolutions because I always break them. Um, <laughs> so 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 I never start them. But uh, I am a big habits person, so I do like to see what habits I can improve. Um, the big one for me is better sleep. So yes. so um, I'm pretty good. Um, I'm 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 not good at the minute with um, exercise. There's way too uh, diet. There's way too much chocolate about. But I'll, <laughs> I'll get back on that. Oh, no, I can see it's that a big bowl in the middle. There, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really good with exercise. Not so good with diet at the minute, but that'll that'll come back. Um, the big one for me is getting better sleep because um, uh, I don't get particularly good sleep and I need to improve my habits. Less checking on my phone in the bedroom, I think, is probably <laughs> uh, probably what I'm going to change. Yeah, all the blue light gets in your yeah. eyes. How about you? Up. What's your one? Oh, that's good. I haven't thought about it, really. Um, my, my next year, um, I, I would like to achieve a date with Taylor Swift. Amazing. I'm not sure how that's going to happen, but we'll work on that. Yeah. Um, probably a bit like you. Not, not as much as the sleep, but, uh, but more kind of um, looking after myself a bit more. Yeah. 
because uh, yeah. I tend to just throw myself into things <sighs> well, and then the, go, whoa. But, but this is the interesting thing. Like part, part of the... Uh, when I'm when I was thinking about sort of writing the book and how to structure it, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is being kinder to yourself. Because mm. sometimes I think, particularly if you are a sort of positive, optimistic person, you want just want to do stuff for other people. Uh, and my belief, and 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 what our guests have told us is, if you're a little bit kinder to yourself, that then gives you more energy to then help others. So um, yeah, looking after yeah. yourself a bit more. Is, is probably the way to go. Get kindness in yourself and you can spread it further. Exactly. Lovely. Exactly. Lovely. Any tips for any new writers? If this is your, your first first book uh, with the Kindness Project, what was that like? Well, that my, it's not my first book, it's my second book. Oh, um, right. But my, my, fir- well, my first book was a, uh, a technical book on pensions available in no good bookshops. You can't get it anywhere. <laughs> Um, and unless you're really into pensions and financial planning and that sort of stuff, <laughs> you probably don't want to read it. Um, but um, uh, it was useful for people in that space, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad yeah. I wrote it. It is available um, <laughs> in some bookstores. <laughs> it's, it's available in no good book, yeah, very technical bookshops and on Amazon if you want to look it up. But um, uh, the, the, the way that I'd start and the way that I always start a new book is... Um, Big pack of post-its. Think about the subjects you want to write about. Write write the subjects you want to write about on a post-it and spend three hours covering a wall with post-its. The aim is to write just... 300 to 500 words words for each post-it and if you've got enough post-its on there and you know the editing's probably the hard bit effectively yeah. you build it then to a really good book project that um that that you can you can then work with and then get a really good editor <laughs> <laughs> so, turn around and go i've written all this stuff can you just what's make, not yeah. worth anyone's time exactly, yeah <laughs> exactly. but yeah start small chunk it little post-its you know, like sort of I think I think we had like sort of a hundred post-its on the wall about the people we'd interviewed the insights we wanted to share um, how we wanted to structure it and then just I used to in my home office I used to take a post-it off the wall write 300 words and then just carry on doing that yeah that's a great tip I was like I need more wall space <laughs> take off some stuff Where- well, got fun, any room in here. funny enough, I'm, 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 write, I'm writing, um, I'm not writing a, a new book at the minute. Um, that could be out of the next couple of years. That post-it experiment where I just like said, right, this is what I want about, uh, what I do. And my wife decided to tidy up the office and throw away all my <gasps> post-its. No. Oh, she God. Re- she didn't realise what it was, so I had to start again. But yeah, that was a, that was a uh, learning experience. I should have been clearer about what they were for, to be honest. <laughs> But yeah. We better get him written fast because there's probably a bin man somewhere who's got them all over his wall. <laughs> yeah. Now, what did he mean with this? Yeah. <laughs> he might write it first. To be honest, yeah. he might write it better. <laughs> no, that's the worry. I've had this great idea. It just came to me. I yeah. can't explain how. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. So the, the podcast, The Kindness Project, is, is out there for everyone to enjoy. You've had hundreds of guests on there. Is there a guest um, that you would love to get on there you've oh. not yet managed to pin down? Oh, that is such a that is such a good question. Um, who would I have on there that I'd that I'd like? I'd uh, you, know, you know what? I'd, 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 as we said, 
Um, there's nobody famous that we'd look to get on, but um, what we'd like is just people with insights into into how they're being kind. Um, and and I look. As we've said, I learn the most from people who have got those unique personal insights on what motivates them, what drives them, what makes them do good things for other people. Um, I, I, it's an interesting one. I, I often say that kindness can be um, selfish because it makes you feel good. Um, uh, but the element of the element of the personal story and what drives somebody to do, do stuff is always the fascinating fascinating bit so if you've got anybody that i should speak to who's the kindest person you know the kindest person i know oh no that's a good question um lots i could make a huge list um but i tell you what someone we had on the show earlier this week um the guy was called mal pope okay he wrote the song for fireman sam amazing and He's, does, he's got a Christmas single out, a whole Christmas album out, uh, raising loads of money for charity again for like the third year in a row. Uh, but he's such a lovely guy with so many great stories. Oh, and again, so much great laugh advice. I shall put you in touch. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That'd thank, be nice. thank you for having me on the show. It's really appreciated. My pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Um, we missed the news. We went straight over that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> but have you got any positive news for us? Um... Uh, it's Christmas and, <laughs> and we can all eat loads of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for that. Sounds fantastic. Amazing. <laughs> Chris, thanks for coming on. Good luck for 2023. Have a happy Christmas. Absolute pleasure. And let, me, let me wish all your listeners a happy Christmas and you too, mate. See you soon. Bye. So, that was the second part of the interview. What have we got next week, Ralph? I haven't decided yet. No. Ooh. Are you keeping it a surprise? Oh, I, I don't know yet. I think Sam Oaks is next up. Sam Oaks, that'll be... <laughs> the uh, that... finger of fate that is Russell Dames will decide in time. That's right. That's <laughs> the, right. Fickle, the fickle finger of... The wibbly-wobbly fickle finger of fate that is like Russell it. Dames. Like coming on. <laughs> um, the wibbly-wobbly sausage of fate that is Russell Dames. Um... Why are you two shaking your head? Are we not, are we not doing that anymore? I've been the kindest no. tonight. It's not hanging up on you when you keep going on about my <laughs> <laughs> so right. sorry, on that, so note, sorry on that note, let's, let's, uh, on that note, let's move on. Because I know what Charlotte was doing. She was looking for her. <laughs> Joke of the week. Yeah, it is. Go on. Go on, what's it going to be? I started a new job as a tailor last week. It's been so-so. <laughs> I don't even try and get you anymore. If I get Russ, that's good enough. Give me Russ laughs at anything. Russ laughs Right, I'm going to give you one more chance to make me laugh. <laughs> Pick one about oh, sausage. Oh. That'll make him laugh. <laughs> you got any sausage-related jokes? My sausage dog joke. Go oh, on, yeah. Then. Go on, then. It's in my list. I bet. Is it about sausages being fed to Rousey's dog? Why did the cowboy get a wiener dog? Don't know. He wanted to get a long little doggy. And on that note, my friends, that is another episode of The Kindness Project. 
Sophie's. Oh, Sophie's got a joke. Sophie's got a joke. This we might have to start a competition, Charlotte. We do Charlotte's joke of the week, Sophie's joke of the week, uh, and we'll see how we get off. What's well, the best thing about Switzerland? I don't, I don't know, know, but the flag's a big plus. <laughs> What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, I don't know but, but the flag, flag is a big plus. plus. Um, I like that. Well done. Um, and on that note... That, <laughs> no, don't let me... <laughs> and on, on that note, that's the end of Another Kindness Project. Have a lovely, uh, have a lovely week, Bye. and we'll see you on the podcast soon. Bye. Bye.